0: Wednesday is the busiest day of the year in many churches around the United States. Why is that? Contrary to what some people believe, it is not a holy day of obligation. But yet people still turn out in droves. There are several reasons they have been offered for this. The first one is, this is a day where you get something for free. Please note, our third public service announcement. If you are not marked in a space... If you're not parked in the space marked John the 23rd and you don't have a permit, we cannot guarantee that you won't get a ticket. You may end up getting dust for $32. Second, the ashes on our forehead are called sacramentals. They are outward signs, almost a proof that we are trying to be disciples. And the third, and probably the most significant thing, I think, is that we all know that we are sinful, but there are very few other publicly acceptable ways to discuss our sinfulness in society today. We start the season of Lent with this acknowledgement of our sinfulness. As we will hear the prophet Joel exhort us, proclaim a fast, call an assembly, gather the people. Today we fast. Today we gather. Today We acknowledge our sins. Joel also conveys the hope that perhaps God will again relent and leave behind a blessing. Before we continue this Mass and hear the second reading, I'd like to challenge each of us to sit in contemplation for several minutes. Sit comfortably. But with your spine straight, place your feet flat on the floor. Breathe deeply and slowly. Let us sit with soot on our foreheads, contemplating the following questions. What is weak and sinful in me? What needs to be healed? What is good and strong in me? What needs to be strengthened? We begin the season of Lent with the acknowledgement of our sinfulness, but that is not where we are called to stay for the remainder of the season. Let us begin the process of growth and healing as we listen to an exhortation from St. Paul. When you hear the word Lent, what's the first thing you think of? A smudge on your forehead? Eating fish? Giving up chocolate? The stations of the cross, other forms of self denial, almsgiving, and prayer. Well, those are all part of Lent, but they're not the main point. The point of Lent is to take time to grow closer in our relationship with God. The word Lent comes from an old German word meaning springtime. Like spring, Lent is a season. And each of us, when it comes around each year, we're in a different season of our lives. One can be happy. It can be sad. It can be active. It can be contemplative. It can be whatever you need it to be. It's like the Sabbath, as Jesus spoke about in the Gospel of Mark when he says, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Lent is for you, so do with it what you can so this can be a springtime for you in your relationship with God. Today, on Ash Wednesday, we reflect on our sins, what's weak, what's sinful, what's in need of healing in us, what needs to be strengthened in us. But Lent as a whole is a call to rise from the ashes of our past failures and enter this new springtime in our spiritual lives. Hopefully, each time Ash Wednesday comes around, and maybe in the days surrounding it, our reflections on our sinfulness will lead naturally to ideas of disciplines we can take up this Lent to help us to be open to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will provide the strength provide the grace so that we can overcome our failings. Where are you called to grow in your relationship with God in the next six weeks? Some years, it might be all you can do to get through the day. And so maybe it's a year for simple things, simple ways to grow through simple disciplines. Maybe some years, Things are going pretty well. And you could do something more heroic for Lent. But hopefully, after a number of years of approaching Lent this way, we'll be able to look back at each of the Lents of our lives and recall the gifts we received from the Holy Spirit that year. I'll give you three examples from my life. In the year 2000, during Lent, I decided it was time to leave my job. And so I was searching for a new job as an optical engineer, and I found it and was able to move before Lent was over. The gift I received from the Holy Spirit that year was the gift of learning what I could receive if I had the guts to take a leap of faith. Two years ago, my Lent was a time for addressing issues of death and dying. I will reflect deeply on that next week. Sunday is the anniversary of my mother's birth, and Saturday is the anniversary of my father's death. My freshman year in college was the season of Lent when I got more involved with the church. I went to all the services for Holy Week. I had never done that before. And it took the Holy Spirit a while, or it took me a long time to realize the Holy Spirit, but that might have been the beginning of the inspiration to become a priest. As a professor of mine said, when the Holy Spirit's in the room, watch out. You never know what's going to happen. Think about how you are called to grow in your relationship with God. And then, and only then, choose the disciplines you plan to take up for Lent. This is the more mature way to celebrate Lent. I have yet to meet somebody that chocolate is the thing that is keeping them back from their relationship with God. So have all the chocolate you want this Lent. Are you too self-centered? Consider this Lent getting involved in serving others. If you're an undergraduate, come to CSA tonight at seven o'clock, and Bernadette, who I saw out here somewhere, and uh, Fatima, will be talking about service projects that they have going on, little tiny things involved with several uh, charities around the city that you can get involved with. If you're a graduate student or a young professional, Our group of graduate students and young professionals, some of them help out at Shannadale Nursing Home on Monday nights. They play bingo with the seniors, and everybody has a great time, right? We have a whole bunch of bingo players over there, all for the glory of God. Are you overwhelmed by your schoolwork or your work obligations or other things? Maybe this is the season to simplify your life. Less time on Facebook, less TV. Do you get drunk every weekend? Perhaps you should give up beer for six weeks, not chocolate. Are you addicted to Internet porn? Resolve to try to kick the habit this Lent. And it's hard, but if you need someone to talk with, Dr. Ruth, Father Charlie, and I would be glad to meet with you one-on-one and offer you some advice and counsel. Do you maybe struggle to believe that God finds you lovable? Maybe what you need to do this year for Lent is to love yourself. Get enough sleep every night. I've heard it can be done, that you can actually study while the sun's up. Eat healthy food. Go to T Rex on a regular basis. Is there a relationship in your life that's been deteriorating? Maybe with a friend or a spouse? consider entering into a deeper prayer and maybe looking for some counseling this Lent. And of course, don't forget the church's disciplines of fasting, almsgiving, and extra prayer. But adapt them to help you reach your growth goals over the next six weeks. For example, I love sushi. And this is the city in, that I've lived in that has the cheapest, best sushi around. But I don't think that going out for sushi every Friday is really the idea of making a sacrifice. And remember, the idea of fasting is to have more money to give to the poor. The reason people don't eat meat on Fridays comes from the medieval practice that serfs were allowed to eat fish from the manor lands but they weren't allowed to eat meat and the idea was that the wealthy people were to live like the serfs by only eating fish save the money you can i know there are students and you think you have no money but if you are having grilled cheese for dinner on fridays there must be an extra dollar somewhere you can give to the poor maybe you can take that money and put it in your catholic relief services rice bowl there's stacks of them out there take one with you put your spare change in it throughout lent and return it to us. We have a box with a rice bowl-shaped hole in the top. You can put that there. We also support the pregnancy help centers of the city of Knoxville, and you can put spare change in here or write a check and bring that in and put it in the box with the baby bottle-shaped hole in the top. Perhaps you would like to give to Catholic Charities of East Tennessee. There are envelopes out there for tomorrow's fundraising dinner. You can still send the money without going to the dinner. There are lots of opportunities at John Twenty Third this Lent to learn new ways to pray. We have a Lectio Divina group that is meeting on Mondays and a seven last words reflection series that will be on Fridays. Even if you're under 40, it's not against canon law to take a bulletin. Take one home, it has information. We have a wonderful program going on with more than 65 people involved called Living the Eucharist. These are groups of people who are gathering every week to study the upcoming gospel passages on Sundays. Call the office in the next day or two, and we'll try to get you involved with a group that's starting to form. There are great prayer resources on bustedhalo.com. That's the website for people who are young adults who consider themselves spiritual but not religious. There's about 150 flyers with that web address out there with all the neat stuff they have to help you with just a couple minutes of prayer a day. We have our black little booklets and our purple booklets out there for a reflection that you can do every day during Lent. The purple are for kids, but last year Father Charlie talked about how much he loved that, and we actually used more of the purple ones than the black ones last year. Black for adults, purple for kids, or for the young at heart. If at all possible, go to the Sacrament of Reconciliation. It's easier to start your new springtime with God when you clean the slate. Again, check the bulletin for the opportunities for that sacrament or call and make an appointment with Father Charlie or me. But the main point is this. Lent is a season for us to grow. As St. Paul says, now is a very acceptable time. On behalf of the entire community at Blessed John 23rd Parish, staff, students, and permanent residents, we wish you a prayerful, Refreshing and profound Lent.